Blackstar Radio, we have Savannah in the round, about to start in Mariba. It's going to be huge. So many great artists appearing on stage. In there as well, Sarah Stora. She's on the phone with me now. Sarah, thank you so much for taking the time because I know you've got a pretty busy sort of schedule. Hi, Mark. Yeah, oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, busy. I'm packing the bags today and um, <laughs> making sure I make my way up to Mariba. It's going to be good because the Savannah in the Round is like a smaller version of what the Gimpy Music Muster is at Abermore State Forest because that is huge. And this looks like, if it gets the traction in a couple of years' time, could be as big. Look, I think so. And I think after what the country has been through with the lack of music and festivals, I think everyone's just really enjoying you know, an opportunity to get out and see some live music again. Um, music has definitely had a big shift. Not only just the recording artists have been finding it hard in the last year and a half. It has, definitely has. It's so rewarding and um, exciting to be able to jump on a plane. It's been a long time. Just of late, there's been so many cancellations. Every time I think I'm heading somewhere, no, it's it's cancelled. So very excited to be able to finally get on a flight and um, get out there and see everyone again and sing a few songs. Sarah, and with your career, you've got an amazing 21 golden guitars at the Country Music Awards. One of your albums, you ended up with a record, what, eight nominations? You won seven of them. Oh, thank you, Mark. Yeah, it was a very memorable night. I was really quite shocked, to be honest, and they just kept coming, and I was like, I don't know what to say anymore. I've thanked everyone, but I'll try and think of something else. But I tell you what, I wouldn't give it back to the world. It was just one of those nights. You know, I was quite young back then and I'd won a golden guitar um, a couple of years prior to that, just my first golden guitar for new talent. And I was told about how wonderful these golden guitars were. And um, it was a big deal. So to to come back a few years later and get seven, it was one of my highlights, I reckon. It's something I'll never forget. Yeah. But your music from your first album that you uh, put out, Chasing Buffaloes, in 2000, through to the latest album, I mean, it covers not just country, but there is also a lot of hints of other styles of music in there. So it's, you don't just stick to the one tried and true yeah. track. You do experiment. I do like to just try new things. And it's and it's got to be stuff and productions and, and things that I still that I enjoy and I try and, you know, put my stamp on my music um, because as an artist, um, you know, you, you work with different producers and they have their own styles and um, I, I think every now and then you just, you know, it's good to freshen up and keep listeners a, a new, new sound without, you know, diverting too far from what you sound like. I mean, your songs are always going to be the same. For me, I'm a storyteller and... Um, I guess there's elements of a little bit of folk in my production. Sometimes, every now and then, I get a little bit rocky when I have a bit of fun and I challenge myself in the songwriting department. But there is a real mix through my album. So who knows what's next? I've been writing a lot of late um, and writing lots with my brother Greg. So we've we've got an album sitting there. It's just about the next step now and and, uh, getting into that studio and recording the next one. And Sarah, you're actually also responsible for getting your brother Greg up on stage, aren't you? 
I know. He has me to thank for that. <laughs> <laughs> Got him off the tractor um, from Warren, New South Wales, and um, he's had a bit of a go at being up on stage. It started off that way, and now I, I really rely on him. We're like a team, and I feel a little bit lost without him. I'm, I'm up there with you guys and without Greg because he's not allowed to travel, and a lot of my band members can't make it. So I'm um, grabbing fantastic Queensland musicians from up there as well. But yeah, I'll miss him because we do rely and we do a lot of duets together. And Anyway, that hopefully would change down the track soon. But also with your music, I mean, for a while there, you also joined up with uh, Becky Cole and Gina Jeffries for, uh, was the group Songbirds, wasn't it? And brought out some yeah. beautiful music. Thank you. That was fun. That was some wonderful days. Um, I, I can't remember how many years we toured that. It must be three or four, four maybe, years of doing the Songbirds. Um, it was a lot of fun because they're great friends of mine. And I think musically it was fun because we're all very different. You know, I'm the sort of storyteller, the quieter one. Becky's the funny one. And Gina's the glam and the glitz. and the So it really worked well on stage and my vivid memories of that is being pregnant with my first baby when I was working with the Songbirds and then having Harry and carting Harry around for those last few shows with the girls and we'd all take it in turns. I'd go on and they'd, you know, entertain Harry because he was only little and, uh, yeah, good memories. So he's got, a, he's got a lot of great aunties there and you'll be catching up with yeah. Becky Cole at Savannah in the Round so it'll be like old home week, won't it? Oh, it's always good, these festivals, because you get a chance catch up with your mates we haven't seen for a while you know Beck and I chat on the phone every now and then but there's nothing better than sitting down and you know face to face counting the extra wrinkles we've got you know catching up on all the gossip uh, it's good fun. You are not afraid of branching out because I think it was the early 2000s Deborah Conway that amazing artist herself uh, decided that she wanted to get different women performers together. And I think it was called Broad. Ended up with Deborah Conway, yourself, Katie Noonan, Ruby Hunter and Claire Bowditch. What a combination. Oh, I know. Look, I have just got goosebumps um, thinking about that. And the again, the, the great memories of that show and being really um, anxious and not anxious, but feeling... Or, you know, <clears throat> you sure you made the right phone call and you didn't accidentally <laughs> ring me up? So I was like, you want me to be on there with that lineup? And oh, it was it was wonderful. Um, it was just wonderful to sit up there with um, such great songwriters. We had fantastic shows. And I just loved the whole idea. You know, you, we sat up there, we'd all sing a song, talk about our songs, like, you know, in the round. Um, and they did that for a few years. Deborah ran that for a few more years, and I would love it abroad too to come back, which would be great. Of course, in your career, there was uh, seven albums to your name. I think also one compilation, the 21 uh, Golden Guitars, which is pretty amazing. Plus also your last album released, 2019, Rain Dance. You know, I loved Rain Dance because, again, it sums up what I sing a lot about. You know, I'm always there singing about our wonderful farmers and people who live off the land. And um, Yeah, but that one's done its time. It's sad when you see them go. When two years passes after an album, you get a bit down because you're like, well, 
that one's done and dusted. Better move on <laughs> to another one. So um, that's where we're at at the moment. But coming up on stage at Savannah in the round, what can we expect from you? I mean, you've got so many great yep. songs to choose from. What can we yep. expect when you get up there on stage live at Savannah in the round this weekend? Well, for the first time in a long time, I've gone back and I, I'm just doing pretty much the songs that were the hits off the album through through those years. Um, you know, if, if it was a year or ago, Prior, I'd probably choose a lot off Rain Dance to promote that album. But like I said, I'd probably just pick a few off each album. Um, keep it alive. Keep it up-tempo. Keep, that's what people are there for. I mean, I do have a lot of ballads in my songs. And, of course, there's moments where I'll drop it down and sing those ballads because I enjoy them as well. But I just want everyone to, you know, I know it's 1.30, but it's never too early to start dancing. So there'll be songs like Rain Dance and Man Trap and What's So Good. And, of course, Buffalo Bill, because I get into trouble if I don't sing that song. i to sing it every set. Otherwise, sure as egg, someone will come up. You didn't sing Buffalo Bill. So it's in there. <laughs> and I've got to ask also, uh, John Williams is going to be around. Are you two going to get up a stage for Raining on the Plains? We haven't got that far. I mean, we were only talking a week ago about, yep, yeah, we'll catch up, stay up there. But we didn't even mention that. That's how... We're a bit doughy, I think, the pair of us. We should be on to that. So you've just planted the seed and I'll get on to that. Yes. Because I'd love, I'd love to see that up there because you've got so many songs. And all the songs you've got, as you said, from Buffalo Bill, Firefly, uh, When I Was a Boy that you sung with your brother, uh, Lovegrass, Ponzi, Dandelions, Rain Dance, Purple Cockies. What, if I ask you, would you consider to be your favourite song from all those albums? Oh, look, there's there's a lot. There's songs that lyrically I'm really proud of, you know, that have taken... You mentioned Posse, for example. That song, I think, took me about 60 pages to write, and I nearly gave up on it a few times, but the story that I'd heard from a friend of mine about the story of Posse was just so beautiful. I thought, no, this has got to be put down in history, um, and I, I'm going to do it. So I'm really proud of that song, but I think... As a song that I love lyrically, it's a love song, and I, I don't write. A, I write a few love songs, but it's about my husband, and I love playing it live too. I always put it in the set. It's one I love. Uh, Matt Fell produced it. I love his production on it, and I love playing it live too. So it'd have to be Love Grass, which of course is the title track of that album that you put out uh, back in two thousand and thirteen. That's it. That mm. is it. You know, there is a story to that song. I was pregnant with 2013 with Bill. And I'd finished the album and I went back, flew back to Darwin and I was about seven months, just over, um, I think. And um, I woke up one morning with just the word love grass. And I don't normally write from titles. I'll write from an experience or something. But I just saw the word love grass and I thought, oh, I'm going to get up and write a song about this is such a pretty word, even though it was a, a, a shocking weed in the Mallee where I grew up. And if it got in your socks, if you brush past Love Grass, I think there is a version of Love Grass up in Queensland, but in the Mallee down in Victoria, if you brush past it, if it got in your socks, you just have to throw them out. And I'm like, how can I turn this into a, into a love song? And anyway, Dave, my husband, became my 
special love grass. And um, I rang Matt and I sent it through just a vocal version, just on the phone. I said, Matt, what do you think? He goes, I love it. Can you get fly back to Sydney? So I flew back just on, you know, skin of my teeth, really, because I was nearly at that stage where you can't fly. And I remember singing this song and taking the biggest breath to try and get the, the vocals out for this. And it became the title of the album. It's funny how a song so belated then became the title of the album and really did, I think, it made that album. So, Sarah, look forward to seeing you at Savannah in the round. Look forward to you being able to get up here. And I understand you're going to try and make it up with your entire family because by the sounds of it, they need a little bit of a break at the moment as well. Yeah, we haven't been on a trip for a very long time, years. So we're very excited. The boys have counted, they're counting down the sleep. So we're ready to go. Very exciting. Looking forward to seeing you, Savannah, in the round over the weekend. So, Sarah, I will say goodbye, but uh, I would like you to also introduce that favourite song of yours, Love Grass, to all our listeners on Blackstar. G'day, everyone. This is Sarah Stora, and you're listening to Love Grass. Thank you. Thanks, Mark. It took some crazy fate, but it was worth the wait. Like you walked out just after I walked in. But it was worth the time before I brushed your side. And when I did, I felt the grip back. 